0: Hi, and welcome to episode 37 of the Anti-Reactive Parenting Podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Hoppy, parent educator and counselor, mom of two, and lover of all things related to parenting. This week, we are finishing up our two-part series on the anti-reactive parenting motto, Plan for What's to Come. Last episode, we talked about how anti-reactive parenting is all about staying ahead of the game anticipating the needs of your kids and your whole family before they happen. It's about planning. Without anticipating the next steps and thinking ahead, we quickly fall into reactive parenting. Reactive parenting is how we operate when we're in survival mode and it just doesn't feel good. It puts stress on everyone in the family. But as anti-reactive parents, we parent with intentionality. And we don't just wait for things to happen and then decide how we're going to handle them. We look ahead and anticipate and prepare. In part one of the plan for what's to come series, we talked about practical ways to apply this principle in the day-to-day life of a developing child. Today, in part two, we're talking about how to plan for what's to come in the long term. Now, of course, we cannot predict the twists and turns and ups and downs that will occur within your family or what will happen in the life of your child. However, there are some major developments that happen, which are predictable, but are also incredibly difficult that every child and every family will have to face at some point. And if these events occur without planning, you may find yourself in a tight parenting spot not knowing what to say and questioning how you handled it, and possibly wondering if there's a way to undo the words you said and the impact you had. And, like it or not, it's your parental responsibility to teach your children about these things. So, what are some of these more difficult yet predictable topics? I'm talking about things like puberty, death and dying, money and finances, and even managing the concept that life is unfair sometimes. Actually, it's unfair a lot of the time, and this often occurs without a good explanation. I'm talking about the big lessons in life. These things are going to happen eventually, oftentimes sooner than we expect or would like, and no parent wants to be surprised by it. So no matter the age of your kids, it's a good idea to think about these things now, So you can plan for them, solidify your opinions and the lessons you want your child to learn and think about how you're going to apply them through the lens of your value system. So when the time does arrive, you're ready and you're confident in your ability to handle the situation. So of course, every family is different. Some families are total open books with no topic off limits and plenty of oversharing and open discussion about anything and everything. In other families on the other end of the spectrum, difficult topics are completely taboo and any attempt to talk about them is instantly shut down, conversation over. And many who are brought up in one extreme tend to push to the other direction with their own families. All in all, we know that from a child development standpoint, young minds simply cannot comprehend certain topics, nor should they be exposed to certain information before a certain period of time. So oversharing without boundaries is not recommended. However, nor is total ignorance as you can't stop your child from growing up and getting exposed to things at some point So better to arm them with information taught by you with your influence over someone else's. Overall, with any of these tough topics in life, it's often best to approach them with a slow drip, drip, drip approach versus an intense fire hose of information all at once. If you think about how hard it is for you to talk about a difficult topic, it's even harder on your child especially since their mind is not yet fully developed. Giving them little bits of information with time to digest it in between talks is the best way for them to understand what you're teaching. Let those difficult topics settle in their minds and best of all, give them time to develop and ask you questions to refine their understanding and clear up confusion. And then drip, 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 you add another layer of information. This slow and steady method allows for that information to be refined so that your child is prepared to deal when the time comes instead of thrusting everyone into full-blown confusion and, in a rather scary thought, your child reaching their own conclusions and possibly feeling like you let them down or misled them by not preparing them for what's happening in front of them. So how do we deal with these topics in a slow-paced drip form? Some of these difficult topics I'm going to save to discuss more in depth in future podcasts. But today, let's just look at a few. First up is money and finances. Yikes, that is a big one, but it is so important. If you found yourself in adulthood not knowing how to manage money or how to be smart about it, then you know the implications of financial ignorance. But money is an important topic to discuss early and often. Kids are naturally curious about money and are going to be thinking about it and learning about it passively. So best to take control over those conclusions they are developing. You are regularly conveying meta-messages about money in your home, whether you realize it or not. Your kids already hear how you talk about money, whether you're generous with it, or there's never enough of it, or you worry about it, or you spend it without care. But there are intentional lessons you can teach your kids from a young age all the way up to when they are ready to leave the nest. Lessons on how to save, invest, budget, spend, and most importantly, plan for the future. If you don't consider yourself financially savvy, there are tons of resources available on how to teach your kids about money. If you are currently a parent of a young child, you, I guarantee this, are keenly aware of how little a dollar gets you in this day and age, and you know how much more expensive life is in contrast to how it was for your parents or your grandparents at the same age. Retirement buying a home, paying for college, things have changed drastically over the years and it's more important than ever to set your children up for financial success. Whatever that means to you, it's more important now than before. Now you can start when your child is a toddler by the way you tell them no at the grocery store or the toy aisle because your resources are finite and you can't just buy things because you want them. As your child grows, you can open savings accounts and show them their monthly statements to show them how their money is growing each month simply by leaving it alone and letting it sit. You can teach them how to price compare at the grocery store, show them how you share your money with good causes, and clue them in on how you make decisions about where your money goes based on your value system. As they enter the preteen and teen years, you can teach your kids how to budget, explain to them how loans and credit cards work, and what a credit score is. These lessons are a little more difficult, honestly, in modern day times, as so many things are done virtually, and you know, just a few taps on your phone and you've deposited a check. I mean, rarely do I go into a bank, and I almost never use cash, so... There aren't the tangible interactions with currency. So that means I have to go out of my way to teach my kids how these things work. And my husband and I do our best to include them in the big financial events in life and teach them how they work. I'm talking about the car buying process, explaining to them what we're doing to help them pay for college if they choose to attend and making it clear what we will help them with and what they will be responsible for and informing them of the choices they will eventually have to make when it comes to higher education and becoming a grown up and getting started in their life as an adult. We've explained mortgages, we've gone over budgeting, profitability, and startup costs to run their summer lemonade stand at the end of the driveway. If they're starting a business, they're paying for it out of their savings to get themselves started, and then they pay themselves back. I mean, I won't even talk about taxes, but that's a regular lesson in our household too. Money is complicated, and there's a lot to understand about the resources within a household. So, small lessons all across childhood will benefit your child greatly. Another important topic is romantic relationships, love, heartbreak, and marriage. This is a topic that young minds do not understand, nor should they. However, you are teaching them all kinds of things about marriage right from birth. Your marriage is the foundation of your family, and you and your spouse are teaching them all about marriage, the good and the bad and the ugly. You are providing the model for how a husband and a wife should treat each other. You are showing them how to manage conflict with the people you love. If you aren't married and you are in a co-parenting situation, you have the opportunity to model healthy communication between the two most important people in your child's life. If you are parenting solo, your kids are guaranteed to watch your relationships extra closely to see how it unfolds and grows in real time, as well as learn your attitudes towards love and relationships. Like it or not, those sweet little babies of yours are going to one day develop crushes, get boyfriends or girlfriends, and will also likely experience getting their heart broken. It can be uncomfortable and even sad to think about the day when you are no longer the leading lady or leading man in your child's life but it is absolutely within your control to influence their thoughts and perspectives on what a healthy relationship looks like and how to make good choices in deciding who would make a suitable partner. Think about the implicit messages you are sending to your child about romantic relationships and what you want them to know before entering the dating world. Model it for them. Let them see what healthy relationships look like and point out to them the relationships and the marriages you admire and why. Long-term planning also involves the difficult life lessons. The big one is learning that life isn't fair. And sometimes life just doesn't make sense. And we don't always get to find out why. This is tough. It's one that gets taught early and often And we still deal with it as adults on a regular basis. I mean, when I say early, I'm talking that first shove or toys stolen by another kid at the playground. To not getting picked to be the line leader. All the way to getting, not getting picked for the team or not getting the job. Or losing out on a seemingly golden opportunity. Life is full of disappointments. Full of people who seem to have a greater advantage than you. And honestly, full of cheaters and people who get away with doing the wrong thing. It sucks, and there's rarely a good explanation for it. But it's a part of life, and we all have to learn how to cope and deal with the disappointments. First and foremost, they're going to learn how to do that from you. They don't even know they're learning it, but they are picking up those meta messages constantly. They hear how you talk and how you respond to the unfairnesses of the world. If you gripe and complain and talk about things and saying they're not your fault, that's exactly what you're going to hear out of the mouths of your young babes. If you're not able to cope with life's disappointments, they won't be able to deal with life's disappointments either. And listen, I get it. We all have a hard time dealing with this as adults from time to time too. But when you have a hard time coping, remember, you're the grown-up, your kids are watching, and those challenging moments where you aren't able to deal or keep your composure are best done in private, ideally with some other adult to support you, not in front of your kids. However, I encourage you to think about resiliency, gratitude, and what skills you want your child to acquire when it comes to facing life's challenges and adversity. What kind of adult do you want them to be? When life hands them the worst it has to offer, how do you want them to respond? You can start shaping and influencing those internal messages and external responses now by modeling it yourself and talking it through with your kids when life gives them the little bumps and bruises now. Developing this level of communication, support, and wisdom now also lays the foundation for when life sends the bigger problems along. That's when your child knows and trusts that you are the person they should turn to. Now, today, we've just scratched the surface on the long-term planning of parenthood but I'm hoping these few examples get the ball rolling in your mind about what kinds of things to be thinking about and planning for. If you're still uncertain, I'll leave you with some other topics to consider. Puberty, driving, competition, sibling rivalry, academics, and leisure. If there are any topics you'd like to take a deep dive into from a long-term parenting anti-reactive perspective, please let us know. I'd love to talk about it. You can email us at contact at or send us a message via our website, www.antireactive.com. All right, that's it for today's episode listeners. And I want to thank you for tuning in. I have loved talking about planning with you all, and I hope it's given you ideas on how to up your anti-reactive parenting game. If you continue to enjoy these episodes, I invite you to help this podcast grow by leaving a quick five-star rating. It's just a quick little tap on your Apple podcast, and for bonus points, a positive review. These ratings and reviews are much appreciated, and best of all, they help others to find this podcast and their mission to become better parents. Don't forget to follow our podcast and add it to your library so you don't miss an episode. Alrighty, until next time, parent intentionally, plan for what's to come, and be anti-reactive.